you. What, did names like Mustafa and Akbar become too hard to spell? My real name is Quincy, and I'm not too fond of that name, so people call me Q or GQ, you know, like a nickname, abbreviation. Well, uh, Quincy, shouldn't you be out stealing hubcaps or something like that? Yes. Excuse me, speak up, I can't hear you, boy, what'd you say? The Scotch on the Rocks, please, any Scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course, uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe a Glengown, any Glen. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Everybody's in the mood. It looks like some juice. I love some juice, boy. I love <laughs> that movie. There we go. So good. Off and running. Jared's voice sounds like the guy on the trailer for Juice. <laughs> Introducing the title and everything. I didn't watch the trailer, so I don't know. I went straight into it. When I just pulled out I, my, my disc I, copy. I assure you I did not as well, but you know, maybe in the edit. <laughs> I'm just speculating that Jared's uh, accent would be right there introducing Is Juice. Is even on the album? Well, What's for the listener at home. <laughs> So we're just doing like I'm black going, rappers. I'm doing the white guy thing of getting whoa, whoa. the black guy wrong. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I have an image from Juice as my background. Same characters. Dumb criminals. Same I shit. don't see in color. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. So this episode, Hiro's going to explain why uh, Juice from 1992 is better than Bottle Rocket from 1996. Because Tupac here, I don't know the character's name. Dignan. Owen Wilson. As we would see four years later. Bishop? Is that his name? This Bishop? better be one hell of a sex story for me to... What oh, sex yeah. story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. For Takes me to... Off. Pa- I got my drink uh, ready. Pass ready up on uh, Cyborg Mick Jagger. What's this sex story? It better be a doozy. You already heard the sex story. That was it. You fingered a hairy ass. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That's it. Hyro's got the juice now. Yeah, you got some real juice. <laughs> I got some crumbs. <laughs> um... Yeah, I had to I had to fight and sc- uh, scratch tooth and nail to get uh, Red Kentucky to acknowledge this movie, and only to have oh, Jared no, no, no. set his background as <laughs> some <laughs> like I'm not associated with this movie whatsoever. I love how Jared's more racist. I mean, he is he's Super at least got racist. The, the race right. I have not <laughs> three white dudes in yellow jumpsuits. However, let me inform our listeners. Uh, Jared and I took it upon ourselves to just go ahead and watch Juice and did not watch Free Jack, which is what we had selected because it was free on HBO. Jared went anti-Hyro and put money on the table to rent Juice. So no, actually you uh, you got us uh, freely wanting to watch this this film that was... Yeah. Don't play with me. It really mattered. I got the juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you guys so enjoy I, the movie? Because I, you know, I, I'm pretty much... Uh, Hook, line, and sinker for this. this is of my era, right? I'm a little okay. older than you gentlemen, so this is like formative years for me. I both uh, 
uh, film-wise, uh, growing up-wise, sexually, of course, as we discussed in a previous episode with the hairy butts. You've not really gone into detail on this, because like Jared, I didn't think that was the story at all. That was it? That was the... Did you have your nails clipped, at least? Or are you gentle? <laughs> at least be a gentleman about it. <laughs> if you're There's just some gonna wrist go... wrangling going on and, you know, some you, you, you have Cirque some, uh, du Soleil. You are fond of Sam wrist Jackson. angles. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, Sam Jackson, time to kill when it comes to fingering. You're just all over the place. You don't care what orifice <laughs> is going to catch a bullet. So, yeah. Watch I'm like out Odell Beckham Jr. just out there just pounding. Mm-hmm. Let me pull up the uh, outline you've prepared for us. Oh, Hiro. What is this? I did work. You asked for assistance. I did the work. All right. Um, Jared, do you have a summary of this movie? I don't. Let me. Oh, IMDb is uh, doing you a service. It's very brief. Very mm-hmm. brief. Um, I'm doing the Rotten Tomatoes one, actually. Okay, let's hear it. Four Harlem friends, Bishop, Q, Steele, and Raheem, dabble in petty crime, but they decide to go big by knocking off a convenience store. Bishop, Uh, uh, the magnetic leader of the group, has the gun, but Q has different aspirations. He wants to be a DJ. (laughs) Happens to have a gig (laughs) at the night of the robbery. (laughs) Unfortunately for him, Bishop isn't willing to take no for answer in a game where everything's for keeps. There you go. What's that rating on this? Is you on that page, uh, Jared? It's eighty-one oh, percent uh, critics, ninety percent audience. Mm, okay. What Roger Ebert have to say about this? Just anybody? Don't have go to him. You, you know what he likes. <laughs> Just say this is a <laughs> juiced question. <laughs> <laughs> Roger Ebert would have had no problem at the record store with uh, said lovely lady that you were uh, sending me pictures of and her gold tooth and and missing uh, gluteus muscles. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, he, he was a bigger guy. I think he was into to larger women. Um, I was giving you a little bit of hell in this sequence because I, I guess the the young bottle rockets here were picking on something they deemed reprehensible with the no ass and the uh, <laughs> the gold tooth. That that was the the prank, just so they, they could steal records. You know, you're sexy. <laughs> Thank you. It's a nice gold tooth in your mouth. I like it. You like it? Yeah. I'm gonna get another one. Oh really? Yeah. I'm gonna cover up the whole front. When are we going out? Saturday. I don't know. Sir. Sir. Sir, can I check that newspaper? So can I call you tonight? Wait a second, sir. Sir, where are you going? Yet, can if I you look through you our text threads, you two gentlemen also found that to be reprehensible. Well, we're, we're in line with the, the filmmaker here. Yeah. That's what the film's telling us to find disgusting. Yeah, she's it's, ugly. It's really I get it. You see? <laughs> Rip her off. Yeah. They're running a scam on her. It's okay. I really like the Tupac character here. But explain to me, Hiro, like since you were around in night two and Jared and I, I'll be honest with you, um, I'll, <laughs> I'll play the, the white mic card here. <laughs> um, this has to exist because of Boys in the Hood, correct? It's it's the lesser known Boys in the Hood, I guess, a, a well, less operatic version. The guy that directed this is the DP for Spike Lee for a long time. He did... Uh, he did uh, do the right thing and a lot of uh, Spike Lee's films, so it was just kind of along that sort of timeline. But all, yes, the, the which is interesting because Spike Lee, I don't think I don't know if he hated the film in particular, but he hated uh, what Boys in the Hood did to uh, black cinema in the the early nineties. Where if you're going to have a cast of uh, young black men, it was going to be a crime fueled movie, which. 
there's there's a little bit of racism there, but also that's just Hollywood, as we saw in '96 with the Tarantino ripoffs. Um, I don't know if I think I mentioned on the podcast four clockers that he did. Um, he may have did it in '96, maybe it was '95, but that was like his anti, I guess, Boys in the Hood. Or at least that's had what a he good did soundtrack on the soundtrack too. Just for the record, clockers, great soundtrack, very formative for me. Okay. Um, I was going to be okay. white Mike and compare okay. this. I'll, I'll let you get into because the only thing you have in your notes is most of it is about the music of the film. I'm like, yeah, uh, okay, so this is more of like a, a mood piece for Hyro. Uh, in line with that, I was going to compare it uh, that this is the Everybody Wants Some to Boys in the Hood's Dazed and Confused. If Boys in the Hood is the iconic one that broke through in the mainstream, this one probably has a smaller but uh, apparently more rabid uh, fan base that, that <laughs> love and embraced it. I'm looking at one of them. That would be Jared. <laughs> the only person of color on this show, Jared, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I keep it real. <laughs> and that color being red. <laughs> uh, I had a hard time um, not turning it off in the first 45 minutes. <coughs> mm. like, before uh, they get the juice, before, just, uh, yeah, the shenanigans. Pre-juice, I was not feeling it. Uh, after it becomes a legit crime film, I, I started to ease up on it a little bit. Even then, it's fairly simplistic. Like... Uh, <laughs> Dude, sounding like the the moviegoer that Spike Lee hated. When the, the black guys start shooting each other, that's when I really got into this. I understood. Yeah. What I was watching. Mm, this seems right. Jesus. You know, like I think the whole intent of this was just to kind of be the uh, the scene setter, sort of like with the where like just show you the the lifestyle and all that stuff right show you the scenario and, and i'll tell be- you what disappointed me most was they didn't play more into that and i thought it was going to be more like he becomes a successful dj and this is what kind of hampers him along the way and the other ones the other three are jealous and trying to bring him down bring him back to that life and he's trying to get out which is not exactly how it played out it ends up just being a you saw me do a chase this movie. <laughs> you saw me do this. Uh, this ain't gonna work out. <laughs> when we stole that three hundred dollars <laughs> yeah. and I shot that guy in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah, I uh, did like a uh, little little Tupac's speech, which that's that's. I'll be. I'll admit it's not uh, racism that uh, that the bias I bring in here. It's my hatred of short people. When I found out how small Tupac was. He has a commanding uh, I, presence to be that little. Speaking of short people, let me. This reminds me. I just listened to an episode of, I don't know. I think it was that thing that you do with Batman, and you lumped me into the short category with Dave, <laughs> and I fucking had to pull the car. It was just like I thought I was gonna crash the car. I didn't even want to dignify it with a fucking text. I was like, wait a fucking second. Did this motherfucker just? This is like. The reaction the I content. want from my listeners. That's right. I'm <laughs> so fucking angry. Are you kidding me? I don't give a shit. Play the pan flutes. Play tigers. Play, you know, show pictures of, like, little Sherpas with bowls on their heads. Don't I, call me short. Don't call, no, don't, 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 don't call me short like Dave. I mean, I, I'm not as tall as you. You know, I'm not. But, you know, you're so dragging you, me Ira? down to, to little Bobby over there. How tall are you? Hey, Bobby. Me, I'm 5'10". Yeah, okay, that's not really... You're all right. Short. I'm like Shaquille O'Neal of Peru. What are you talking about? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? 
Hmm. I don't travel, know much about Peru. It sounds if right. Someday though. you ever make it down <laughs> down yonder. Uh, you get you get uh, south of uh, South America, whatever it is. You go check it out, man. About five five is is where it lands. Uh, let's see. I'm, like, I, I'm probably, running post moves in Peru. I, I'm just gonna let you have that one because I, uh, me and Jared, we, we worked uh, with a, a young lady you. from was it Bulgaria, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I made some remark about like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know if I'd fit in Bulgaria, and she like jumped my shit. Like basically, because she was a, a a black woman, I don't know fuck all about Bulgaria. Like that's all I was saying, and she she was like, "You need to do well." Jared does a better version of her accent, which would just this would be the all race special that we promised from <laughs> time to kill. Avoided, <laughs> but uh, yeah, she, I mean, she came back at me as a dumb American. So maybe you are Shack of Peru. I I don't know. I, I would take that as Good a compliment. You. I would take that as as uh, fences mended. Hmm. Um, I think it's a little bit, uh, my heightism probably comes from my circle of friends where I have only like one short friend and I pre, I think constantly, Jared, uh, myself, all of us are about six feet tall. So yeah, six, I never one, felt six, uh, two. tall, yeah. but I did notice if you <laughs> like those, uh, memes about the, those, I guess, future, like, you know, active shooters being rejected <laughs> on Tinder. Like if you don't have a six in, uh, you know, to start your, your height, uh, on a dating profile, then you're useless. I think I've kind of fallen into that trap as well. Like, yeah, if you're not six feet tall, you you must be uh, a dwarf in the circus. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, you are no Tupac. Tupac is a what did I what did I say? I was researching this like five five seven, seven one fifty. The one fifty is really what Tom Cruise wow. is. What we're looking at. Um, yeah. I liked when he gets thrown into a wall in this movie when he starts <laughs> easily. <laughs> Easily. He starts losing his shit in uh, one of his friend's parents' house, I guess. Trying to tell me I ain't shit? I ain't trying to tell you shit. I tell your mama you ain't shit. Yo, man, what are we fighting for? <laughs> no, nigga, you ready to die? Yeah, you fucked up, man. Don't turn your fucking back on me, nigga. Turn your fucking back, man. What the fuck is y'all doing, man? And I also like that uh, when he's thrown to the wall, that that dude is worried about his parents, like, I guess, coming home and beating him. Now, these are like grown men. I mean, they're, they're not mature yet, but these are also people that... These are like high school uh, seniors, essentially. Yeah, they they shouldn't necessarily be worried about their parents coming home and like <laughs> beating the shit out of them because their friend knocked over a lamp or something. But going back to our executive decision conversation, if the film had leaned more into uh, this short man syndrome, I think I would have really dug it because he <laughs> he instantly thinks, you know what I need to do? I need to kill people and then I need to fucking die. And he has a speech, I guess, of the the locker. Uh, saying like that his friends aren't shit and he's not shit either like none of them are worth a shit i ain't never gonna be shit fuck you (laughs) (laughs) it's a very honest self-hatred thing i really dug yeah yeah i i appreciate the honesty you know what i mean i mean i'm sure you know you and jared probably had that conversation at some point and you know behind the barn you know hey Hey, which part part was offensive the barn or the conversation (laughs) (laughs) i don't know uh, I did have a conversation with a uh, a guy at work that occasionally listens to show. He might listen to this one because he, uh, as a black man, he decided to queue up a time to kill. Uh, so shout out to Chuck from work. He might be. Uh, I'm sorry, out the Chuck. Juice episode. 
Let me hold on. Before you, you you brought up something earlier that I kind of wanted to address, though. Like you, you that's right. You mocked. Boot the, uh, the 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 black person. I was about to put his thoughts on record, and you're like, we don't need to. Well, hear because that. you reminded me of something that I wanted to get <laughs> okay. to by, by right. referencing your your colleague that uh, that shall remain nameless here is that you know you, you laughed at the reaction of how scared he was that his parents would you know come mm. home and his shit's all mm-hmm. broken. Man, in 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 you know it in, in in black I, like in black homes and and Latin, Latino homes, man. There's no worse fear than than your parents, man. It doesn't matter if you're out there killing people or doing whatever, mm. man. You come home, man. That's the the. the Do you think that's a cultural thing or is that an economic thing? Because I would point you to something like Sling Blade, where Dwight Yoakam. I would I would think it's more of a class level thing because he was he was ready to beat up on. <laughs> Let me tell you what, no <laughs> the mentally in the, handicapped the in my house, handicapped. No eight year old was going to take me down. I was going to take my dad down with like cans and empty beer cans and throwing mm. them down. You know, well but, you're. Your dad just wasn't a good enough drunk then. He wasn't That's a professional sad. like Dwight Yoakam. Oh, he put in work. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> as you see, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Us, uh, us whites might not have as much uh, petty violence, but we have a significantly increased risk of being drowned in the bathtub or put in, <laughs> in a car and drove into a lake. School shootings. That's some We've white got that shit. covered now. We've got like yeah. the methamphetamine cooking yeah. uh, fumes, those things. <clears throat> Poison the so baby. So I was talking to... Uh, uh, Chuck, uh, you know, the, the, the black voice of the show, uh, which Iroh doesn't want to hear from. And we weren't talking about Juice in particular because this was a couple months back. But, uh, you know, I was just sort of asking his input on – and I think it applies to Juice. Like, that's why I have Bottle Rocket as my background is that it seems far more socially acceptable for uh, especially young white men to be into their weird bullshit and uh, to, to have those, those sort of the quirks and to be portrayed as humorous. But if they're portrayed as funny characters, it doesn't mean they're no longer cool. Like you look at, go back to fucking Spicoli from Fast Times, who's just a short little loser who shows up stoned and gets bullied by the, the teacher and people are pointing and laughing at him. But he's also portrayed as like cool, even though he's a dork and a loser. I don't, I'm struggling to, and I don't think we came to the answers. Like, is there, in pop culture, like maybe in this show, film in particular, where there's like black dorks portrayed on screen. Because <laughs> especially something like Juice, that's the problem with the Tupac character, is if he's not seen as like hyper-masculine, uh, then he'll die just to get the honor of someone seeing him as some s- sort of threat. Whereas, uh, you know, you go to Bottle Rocket, that's never in the cards for Owen Wilson. Is that He wants people to like him and see him as a mastermind. He doesn't want to seem like the biggest hard ass in the world. How about me, Earl, and the Dying Girl? You got a you got a black nerd there, don't you? A film nerd of all uh, on top of that. Uh, I still don't think he's as dorky as the white dude, though. He's remaking movies of like A Clockwork Orange and shit like that. I think this is about as nerdy as it gets. Like the only thing nerdier would be if he hosted a podcast with uh, hmm. with his friends. Shout out to uh, Home Video Hustle. Uh, <laughs> like that is a movie podcast I've listened to. Uh, they are not as nerdy as this, but uh, I will not tag them because I don't want to tag them in the juice episode <laughs> specifically. <for them. laughs> Next thing you know, they get outed for abuse or something, and it's all canceled. <laughs> Have to break character and actually get analytical and say that that's probably one of the biggest points of white privilege is just not having that many worries about life in general. So you can you're allowed to be a dork. You ain't gonna make the it. hyper masculinity part <laughs> yeah, of it. You, I mean, even if you are a dork in other uh, cultures, like you still gotta <laughs> people's like stepping to you constantly. So you're gonna have to do something. You're gonna have to man up quick. I mean, 
with us yeah. us white kids in Powell County they they were playing at this gangster rap shit like this is actually mm. actually true like they were wearing black or not black uh, blue and red bandanas and like having like cliques in school where they're it's like a joke as a joke it's like, like a, fighting with you <laughs> wow you know what's funny is I got a friend that I was with in Germany he's uh he's actually he's a he's of Mexican descent and he's he's originally from Texas from the Houston area. And in Germany, it's it's culturally like it's what they do. They just stare at you. They hold their gaze like really long. They're a staring culture, which is kind of weird because where I grew up, where he grew up, if you hold that gaze too long, that means something. It, yeah, it means a lot. So we had this like long conversation about how it was hard for us to adjust because you know in high school you would like stare at somebody like that like, you ready to you throw good? hands. <laughs> you good? Yeah, you good. And like we've developed a, a sense of like. Like you will hold the gaze longer than the other person. Like if you look up and down, like if you look away, you're a punk. You know what I mean? Like you're you you've been demasculated a little bit. Hmm. So it's got a homoerotic too. <laughs> There's that. I mean, it's a fine line when it comes to that hyper masculinity. You know, you're constantly wanting to be around and dominate other men. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna little... whip your ass, but your eyes are beautiful, son. <laughs> <laughs> Thus, the hairy ass banging. <laughs> Sip the juice, I got enough to go around And the thought takes place uptown I grew up on a sidewalk while on street talk And then talk to Hulk New York I go to Queens for Queens to get the food from Brooklyn They pony in Manhattan and never been took it Go uptown to the Bronx and boogie down Go strong on the island Yeah, I've still not heard as many details of the story as I want from you What was the reaction <laughs> on that? Was there a follow-up? for it, man She was there <laughs> Yeah, I, we actually ended up dating for quite some time this was during Juice. You were so interested in the movie that, uh, like, what is it? I forget. What is this? How does this relate to this film? You couldn't tell the story on Free Jack. Um, no, nothing. I just really wanted to exactly. talk about this movie. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been bamboozled. You've been swindled. Yes. Tell us about this great soundtrack that I did not research, Hiro, but it's in the notes. It's predominantly what mm. you want to talk about. Is the- I just do that on there. I'm assuming you guys have never heard of any of this stuff. This is the have Humpty you- Dance on there. Oh boy! <laughs> Jared's gonna like ensue to recite like every wedding rap song you know that, that comes on. Don't worry, I've already been chastised by Red Mike. <laughs> I do like rap, but it's you know it's mainstream stuff. So this is all I wrote mainstream down, though. I wrote down a note. I wrote. Tell me if this is mainstream enough for you. I liked when Little Tupac went insane in the membrane. Are you doing a Jared impression? <laughs> I did my next note as the film went on was Little Tupac is insane. Got no brain. <laughs> you know, Cypress Hill had a really good song that isn't on this soundtrack, but is played in the movie. In the film, yes. Yeah. Yes. See, I was trying to, I'm trying to stay on point, Hiro. I'm trying to honor the film. Good job. Insane. <laughs> I also, uh, you know, play Red Mike here. I uh, also, I think, always confuse this with another Sam Jackson movie from a time <laughs> period called Fresh. Oh, I love that movie. That's great. So whatever, um, what, I watched this on Hoopla, like the library checkout service, and uh, they're just as racist as me. <laughs> the uh, Jessamine County Library, I believe, is the service I used. And uh, the recommendation right after this play, the little square popped up, Fresh. Watch Fresh. Um, younger I mean, kid. I it looks like bo- they're both set in New York. They're both African American culture. 
They're both of the '90s. They both have Samuel Jackson. I, you know, I guess I can see it. You know, there's there's some linkages there. That's another movie, man. That's like super, super goes way under the radar. But you know, this is like one of those things that as we go through like '92, I think we're gonna run into our age difference here. Whereas, like, I'm intimately connected with a lot of these movies, uh, and I know you try to like we try to go for the comedy, right? And like book. Mm-hmm. Take the shitty movie of the week, you know. We're gonna try, go love try crimes. To go with Free baby. Jack, tried to. Yeah, but like, I like the age difference. The, the, the that age gap between us is gonna show because this is like right. I was a sophomore in high school, so this is you know. I don't know what where you were like daycare or something. Or I was uh, nine years old when this came out. That yeah. was um, fifth grade, right? Fourth Learning grade, to walk. fifth grade. Mm. This would have been yeah fourth grade fourth maybe? grade yeah I, I didn't even know these guys yes. yet so. Yeah, but you knew DMX. That's for sure. <laughs> I loved his part in this movie. <laughs> On, uh, <laughs> on that note, Jared, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the uh, see if you can pass this. I guess race bingo card. Uh, can you name one actual DMX movie that you've seen? Ah, uh, there's um, what's that one? No, I can't actually. I'm guessing, I'm guessing for myself. Was he in Romeo Must Die? Because I'm pretty yes. sure I saw that in theaters. Okay, so I have seen one in theaters. It was that um. 2000s thing of uh, let's pair an African American man with an Asian man. <laughs> His uh, top known for is with uh, the sober cinema favorite Steven Seagal, Exit Wounds from 2001. Steven Seagal was who I had on the tip of my tongue. It, that's not... the Asian man you're referring to? No, no, no. Romeo Must Die was the Asian. Well, you know, Steven Seagal is of the Orient. He is a uh, martial artist. So. <laughs> Uh, he walks around music. wearing like a big ass like I don't even I I won't even insult it. It's like a giant robe with shiny it's colors. It's a moo is what mm. it is. Yeah, the game it's a, that's what it is. It's wasn't comfort. DMX in like a Christmas movie? He's singing songs in a in a jail cell. This is like that recently. was a top five Chris Rock. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, another good movie bit. I love. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. See, I'm not, I'm not I'm playing just, my uh, part there. I'm just uh, so Jared failed or passed. Or, I failed. You know. Yeah. Yeah, he failed. Especially when he brings up from the Orient. He failed uh, race bingo badly. Or succeeded. It's all jokes. My mother-in-law uses that term. She calls people Orientals. She also calls my son a beaner, but she didn't realize it was a it was a slanderous term, and I had to correct her. Mm. And she like I had to it. correct you on Mongoloid, I think, in the Sling Blade episode. I was like, you know, that's a racial term. <laughs> we've hit all of them. We hit uh, Gypsy. We've hit Mongoloid. I mean, it's... Uh... Gypsy was at least part of the plot. We're just repeating what uh, Thinner told us. Uh, yeah, Mongoloid and, uh, was kind of just from the hip. Yeah, but we also called Hyro Gypsy uh, when we did Mystery Science. <laughs> called me a lot of things, so let's... Uh... <laughs> A lot of various <laughs> instruments get played when he's on. Uh, all right. So uh, next up, uh, Hyro, I believe, and myself have already watched this. Mm. So if we can I may discount watch it again, because it was that much enjo- that fun. Speaking for myself, which is going to happen a lot in 1992. I mean, there's going to be some like I'm looking at Wayne's World. I was certainly aware of that one. Um, I'd never heard of Love Crimes. Was this one on your radar in 92? Never heard of it. Okay. All right. Okay. 
Jared, I'm assuming the same, since, you know, we are the same age. <laughs> I don't know. Don't tell me you have a long history with fucking love crimes. No, I mean, I'm stoked that there's nudity, but uh, I've not watched it. Yeah, because I was looking at everything around here. I've seen all of them. Boy Scout, Last Boy Scout, Bugsy, Juice, Beauty and the Beast, Prince of Tides, JFK, Hook, Father of the Bride, Fried Green Tomatoes, Hand the Rock's Cradle, all of them. Good to uh, rest my racism until white men can't jump. So we've got a good uh, two months for me to recharge. Yeah, but you get to get like di- deep dive into uh, sexism and uh, <laughs> the glories of, of horse racing think, in, in the bed. Ugh. I think we're going to a safe place for Jared because it's what Sean Young, Melanie Griffith, and Kim Basinger are the next three Ooh. batters in the lineup. I so Bridge spoiler, sticks. but I, I'm ahead. Another movie I finished uh, the the next one, the Melanie Griffith one. Yeah, you know I did like the little research, and it talks about like how. Uh, she was not. She won the Razzie. Uh, Melanie Griffith did that mm. year. Didn't uh, Sean Young? Wasn't she, she nominated? Was nominated. They went we against have two back to back Razzie women. And I think we've up. got like a Godfather, um, mm. um, Kevin Costner scenario here, where we had a we had an incorrect selection. Uh oh, for the uh, Melanie Griffith one. Oh yeah, I mean Shining Sean Young through. is on another level, man. Sean, Sean Young not only brings like this crazy acting, but she brought this giant fucking hair pie to the story. Mm. Yeah, I was uh, taking uh, screenshots of it, uh, because for our listeners, if you want to find uh, Love Crimes, it's on YouTube, so um, that's that's how this professional production is doing it. And since it was on YouTube, I was taking screenshots of plenty, and uh, it made me want to watch Ace Ventura again. I don't know why Ace <laughs> was puking so badly. I don't understand it. <laughs> the smell nice of ass. urine. Not hairy at all, dude. Not hairy at all. <laughs> Hyra would never have known the difference. As long all, as of it, all of it is in the front where it should be. Well, as, as long as your roaming hand accidentally went to the back, you would be none the wiser. Smooth sailing. Yes, checks out. <laughs> Good times, Hyra. You've got the juice now. <laughs> Scotch on the rocks, please. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe a Glengowrie, any Glen. I'm drunk. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Are we talking about New York still? Because that's mm-hmm. not accurate, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hasn't everybody been priced out of New York? Isn't everything just like in, the incredible? Well, everybody's wealthy? been priced out of like Manhattan and, and parts of the gentrified but even parts where of Harlem Spike and Brooklyn. Lee shot in Brooklyn. I mean, that's, you know, you got fucking Jim from The Office and Emily Blunt mm. living in a townhouse where Spike Lee probably shot Do the Right Thing. There are still poor people living there, Mike. They're I feel around. Bad for them. I feel They're bad. like the underground monsters. You know, they come up I'm, and snatch a white person from time to time. I'm, I'm all for it in Kentucky. That's fine. Because it would take a while before they got here. And if they're going to kill anybody, it's going to be Dave before they get to me. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to see his giant mansion and him there by himself in it. <laughs> Small. Damn. <laughs>